Hello, ladies and gents. Hope you're well. Right, I don't do lots of podcasts on MFL, but I've been talking to different people that be asking me different questions about MFL. So I'll do a little synopsis of, of where I'm coming from. I like the written word. I like the written word and I use the written word for as a springboard for everything you build from the written word. So I like I don't like PowerPoint slides. I like booklets because then I like a page that's flat on the desk. And I like parallel texts. So you've got the English on the left. You've got the target language on the right. So you're reading from left to right. So you're reading from the known to the unknown. Um, I don't know. I've a dog. J'ai un chien. Okay. Um, my brother is um, stupid. <laughs> uh, mon frère est bête. So you know. My, mon, brother, frère, is, est. Stupid, bet. See? So everything's really transparent. When I do that layout, when I do that layout of the the English to the target language, I often use what I call dodgy English. It's literal translation. I don't use it exclusively and I do explain well actually what it means in correct English is. So for example, I would tell you, I me call John. Je m'appelle John. Uh, I'm 11. J'ai, or I've 11 years. J'ai 11 ans. Yeah. Um, so that's another thing with the parallel texts and the literal translation. So every single word is clear. So I'm going to say you can teach kids very, very quickly to deconstruct and reconstruct language. And they understand that, you know, language has different syntax. That's what I'm teaching them. Uh also, I'll often change fonts. So say the fo- say it was, my brother is stupid, mon frère est bête, it might be my and mon are in the same font. The next word, brother and frère, are in a different font. So I can switch fonts. So it's re- the, the literal translation helps me pinpoint exactly what each word means and the switching the fonts shows me what each word means. Uh, I'll use... I mean, elephant is one of the fonts I use because it's a very distinctive font. Um, be careful when you're changing fonts. On a screen or on a computer, you think that the fonts look very different. But actually, when you print them off, they don't look that different. As I said, I don't like teaching from a PowerPoint. I like teaching from a booklet. The booklet is flat. Um, the the parallel text themselves, they'll be a center. It's a series of boxes, I imagine. And the boxes are all numbered. So I say, can everybody put their ruler on box one? Can everybody put their ruler on box seven? Can we go back up to box three? And there'll be essentially a sentence in each box. So we're reading out loud. The teacher's reading out loud. The teacher's the really good model. Now you've got the text and I cuddle the text. Okay, so I give it a bit of space so I can annotate the text. What I suggest you do before you annotate the text for the kids, um, you do it yourself. Hand, handwritten annotations are much easier to do. Then you can photocopy it for the kids. So, for example, I don't know, je suis allé au cinéma. Ouais? Uh, so I do, je suis allé au So, je suis allé. Okay, but I'm going to do a little link between the uh, liaison, a little link, a little loop, between the S and the A on Chuiselle, because I want them to remember, ah, now normally the letter at the end is silent, but here it's not, so you're going to say it. Chuiselle, okay? I would, I would 
single underline my UI because that's a really high frequency vowel combination. You're going to see loads of that. Um, I'm going to double underline the double L just so you never forget about double letters. I'm going to go over that accent at the end. I'm going to go over that again, make that a little bit bigger and bolder and stronger. I would do the same with apostrophes or any other accents. I know what the high frequency errors are, so I'm running towards the high frequency errors. I hand annotate that before I give it to the kids. Then I talk, I read it. I get the kids to read it out loud. Um, but I'm being really exaggerated uh, in my own pronunciation and stuff. Because if I don't really put on a bit of a show to really try and showcase the best French accent I can do as a non-native, um, then it becomes more anglicised. And I really need to exaggerate my accent so they will copy me and then they lose their anglicised accents. Everybody would go on about, my God, you heard the kids in Michaela. Lots of, lots and lots of people came to see me in Michaela in the teaching French. And they'd go, wow, those kids' accents. I've never heard accents like them. Yeah, because I've got a, a decent accent for a foreigner. And I really ham it up. So they copy me. And I'm really running towards those high-frequency errors. So what have I talked about? I've talked about booklets as opposed to PowerPoints. I've talked about parallel text from the working from the left to the right, from the known to the unknown. I've talked about a sentence per box. I've talked about numbering the boxes. When we read, we read with a ruler. I've talked about using literal translation. I've talked about changing fonts again to make it really clear what each and every word means. Cuddle. I count the number of letters in each word. I'm just getting them to slow down and and develop um, attention to detail. That's what kids lack. We try to rush them attention to detail. I'm teaching them phonics, really. So we count the number of letters. We underline the vowel combination. Single underline. You'll see the same vowel combinations. I don't, I'm not heavy-handed about, we're going to teach phonics. Oh, look, it's one of those AU words, one of those OU words, one of those UI words. Yeah, it, it's not complicated. Listen, the French keep using the same letters all the time. Single underline the vowel combinations. Double underline the double letters. Uh, then you, In English, I'll sometimes get words wrong. Has that got a double L? Has that got a double T? Oh. But if I count the number of letters, I can self-check. If I double underline my double letters, I'm not going to forget stuff. Um, the L is the liaison between words, like chuiselle, yeah. Um, the D for dot is I dot silent letters. So if I said, uh, I don't know, if I did chuisonglais, I would do a little loop between the S on sui and the A on anglais to give that liaison. But I put a dot on the end of the word anglais because I don't say it, yeah. Um, if I said suis uh, sportif, it would be a little dot on the word, uh, the end of sui. Uh, because it, 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 there it is silent. Um, I'm just preempting the high frequency, high frequency errors. Cuddle, count the number of letters, underline the vowel combination, single underline. Really, God, you, you save so much time because these are the things that kids get wrong. So I know what they're going to get wrong. So I just run towards the high frequency errors. In Spanish, there'll be different high frequency errors. I've taught a bit of German in my time. In German, there are different high frequency errors, but it's the same principle. You count the number of letters, you underline the vowel combinations. Um, you, I double underline double letters, I dot silent letters. Uh, I mark liaison, I exaggerate accents and apostrophes. Or even letter combinations that are a bit tricky, I'll exaggerate those. I might go over them, make them bigger. Different languages have different... You don't have to use that same acronym with Spanish or German, right? You use, you focus in... For word order, for example, is a big thing in German. So you focus in on that. Um, I do lots of translation sentences, lots of reading out loud, 
lots of kids reading the text. I don't, don't get them to speak to each other, okay? Because they, they pick up each other's awful accents, all right? I get them to listen to me lots and they copy my accent and then they listen out. <laughs> I know you're listening. Oh, they copy your accent? In French, I don't sound like a jury, okay? Um, <laughs> um, and I listen to lots and lots and lots and lots of French myself. I listen to hours of French every single day. Um, I, I, I've started doing more where I read out French aloud for myself, just for my own. You know, if I'm reading anything in French, I read it out loud. It's good for me. Just to get your, your mouth moving properly. Um, what else was I going to say? Lots of translation sentences, but they're supported translation sentences. Um, yesterday, I went to the cinema. For example, it could be with literal translation. It could be the correct English. But yesterday, I went to the cinema. The initials to help you would be H-J-S-A-A-C. So you know the word order. You're not going to miss any words out. I could change fonts. So I went could be in one font and JSA could be in another font. So you know exactly what everything represents. Some people say, oh, you're giving them too much help. No, I'm giving them loads of self-check mechanisms. And also I'm going, I very rarely see bright kids pushed in lessons. Very rarely see bright kids pushed in lessons. I'm really supporting all kids, but giving them a lot more to do. And your bright kids rip through it and they produce a lot and they become really competent and really, really confident. So I'm thinking... I don't know, maybe it's a girl called Heather and she's the brightest kid in the class. And I'm thinking, I reckon Heather could do 20 sentences in 20 minutes. I'll produce 30, just in case Heather's having a particularly brilliant day. She rips through them. She's self-checking. She's cuddling them. She's counting. She's underlining. She's dotting. She's double underlining. The kids are doing lots of self-checking. Really important. Right, that's 10 minutes. There's loads and loads I could talk about with languages. Um, I do languages CPD, just to remind you, um, give me a DM, we'll have a little chat, um, got lots of resources I can share with you, and I'd sit you down and I'd explain to you how I do what I do and why I do what I do, and how I'm running towards the high frequency errors, you, you can make the resources what you want, you can certainly use mine as a, as a springboard, remember too, I'm looking at past reasons, opinions, future subjunctive from the beginning, some of you will be frightened by that, start off with first person singular, Build from there. It's easy. And when you're looking at verbs, you don't have to do whole verb paradigms. Often it's counterproductive. But, you know, it, it's not difficult. J'aime. I like. Well, I'm going to teach a kid it's je aime. Try and say that fast ten times. You can't, can you? Neither can the French. So it becomes je aime. One letter word, four letter word. Exaggerate your accent, your apostrophe. Underline your, your, your two vowels. You like. Tu aimes. Dot that S in the end. Sounds the same, doesn't it? Um, what about he likes, il aime? Very, very similar, isn't it? What about they like, ils aiment? Oh, can you put a little liaison between the S on il, when it's plural, and with the A for the next word, M? Can you put two little dots on the NT? So you never need to get that wrong again. Look how simple it is. They are, ils sont. Little dot on that first S, little dot on that T at the end. Ils ont. Can you do a little loop? Between they and the O. Yeah, ils ont. Dot on the T again, silent T. Ils font. Ils vont. Ils sont. Ils ont. It's easy. Ils regardent. NT. Can you hear I'm really exaggerating my, my R sound there? I need to exaggerate those R sounds so the kids pick up on it. 
no subtlety. I don't do games. I don't like games. I like reading out loud and getting the kids to do lots and lots of... They use lots of target language to me. I use little in the beginning. I use more as time goes by. But then they use a lot more. So, you know, I'm asking a kid. After a while, I'm saying, Comment dit-on euh, mother? En anglais. Euh, en français. And they go, Monsieur, je crois que c'est... Peut-être que, que j'ai tort, mais peut-être que je me trompe. Je crois que c'est mère. Mais il faut pas oublier qu'il y a un accent grave. That's the kind of stuff the kids will come back to me with, yeah? Um, but they'll only come back with stuff that I've taught them. So I've taught them lots of that. Like lots of, um, you know, the kids will say lots of, uh, Oh, monsieur, il faut pas oublier que, que la lettre S à la fin est muette. Loads and loads of lungs. And of course, they're going to get merits for that, aren't they? And then, you know, that's how you're going to get merits, praise, recognition. So more kids will say more and more and more and more. And... When they make a mistake, I'll say, oh, you know, I'll say in French, si y a un problème là, j'ai entendu un problème, uh, il y a une erreur. So I'm, I'm really unpicking it and I'm getting them to say, monsieur, je crois, je crois qu'il y a un problème là, parce que, and it, but I'm teaching them all that, so they're talking about French in French. If you dig out, if you, if you Google something, you know, Tom Bennett would have said things about um, the kids that I teach French, um, oh, Tom Sherrington, oh, countless people, um, lots and lots of people have, have talked about it. So, and you'll hear how they talk about how um, Doug Lamoff talked a lot about it. The kids just, they're able to manipulate language and their accents are good and their confidence is good. Um, and it isn't a complicated way to teach. It's a simple way to teach. Um... But again, you're just running towards those high-frequency errors. I've probably been completely waffly around the houses on this. Um, du coq à l'âne, as we say in French. Um, but, got any questions? DM me, very happy to chat about... Well, I chat about CPD, working with you, of course. Um, but we, you know, we can just have a casual chat on the phone about what your kids find difficult and why. Um, certainly in French, I know what they find difficult because... I've made all those mistakes with them as well. It's about me modifying my teaching to run towards the high frequency errors. There you go. Right. Hope you well. DM me. MFL stuff. Um, whole school stuff. Culture stuff. Behaviour stuff. Um, to plan so we can do stuff from September onwards. Um, because there's no time this term. So, enjoy. Cheers. Cheers.